speeds up Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's the lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Hey friends, this is Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries and we've got an awesome program for you. I know you're going to enjoy it today and you're going to want to get more copies of this. So give us a call, 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org or you can email me at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now sit back, listen, and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. I keep those wheels turning from town to town. There's so much I gotta see. I gotta look around. I got diesel smoke rolling. From two chrome stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. Friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and the road is my life. And we have a awesome program for you today. We have the testimony of Josh Richardson. And I'll tell you, I've talked to Josh the other day, and what a great guy he is, and what a great work he's doing. And you're going to find out all about this great work that uh, God has laid on Josh Richardson's heart. But before we get into that testimony, I want to share with you a couple songs by our good friend James Payne. And James has a powerful testimony also. He was saved out of drugs and alcohol. God touched him on his deathbed and raised him up and told him he was going to go all over the world preaching his word. And James has done just that. So here is a great song by James Payne. And I'll tell you, these are testimony songs. This will tell you what Jesus raised James Payne up out of. Mama told me about Jesus. Warned me not to sin Daddy told me about Jack Daniels Who was his dearest friend Daddy said the whiskey Could help to ease the pain But Mama said that Jesus' blood Could make me whole again I gave Jesus Sunday morning Jack Daniels Saturday night And I found out the hard way Dad was wrong, Mom was right Cause Jack Daniels took my soul And he almost took my life Till Jesus came and broke his chains and he showed me the light Love. 
me down And he brought me to my knees Where the precious blood of Jesus set me free Daddy told me that the whiskey was made in Tennessee Mama told me about a hillside and an old rugged tree Mama told me how Jesus died for all the lost So I laid down the bottle and I picked up the cross Blood and whiskey Jack Daniels and Jesus Made me the man I am today Jack Daniels let me down And he brought me to my knees the precious blood of Jesus set me free Blood and whiskey Alright friends, I got one more song I want to put on for you by James Payne before we get into this powerful testimony of Josh Richardson. And hey, this is James Payne's signature song, and this one has went all over the country uh, on country radio stations, gospel radio stations. It's been a number one song for both, and it is James Payne's testimony in song. Here's James Payne. In a motel in Nashville Searching for hope In my hand was a Bible I read as a child But on the table was a bottle That was driving me wild I poured the whiskey into the glass I prayed it would help me Forget my past Then I read how Jesus Died on that tree And I poured out the whiskey And I fell down on my knees And that Met John 3.16 God's word broke the hold That he had over me I traded Tennessee whiskey For Calvary's tree That night old Jack Daniels Met John 3.16 Sixteen. God's word broke 
the hope that he had over me. I traded Tennessee whiskey for Calvary's tree. That night, old Jack Daniels met John 3:16. All right, friends, now we're going to share that testimony with you of Josh Richardson. I'll tell you how this came about. I had a driver call me up and told me he just met this guy in Missouri somewhere, and he was just a real interesting guy, and he gave him a book, and he'd been looking at that book, and he called me up. He said, you need to get a hold of this guy. This book would make a great tool for your ministry, and so he piqued my interest when he started telling me all about this guy. So I got on his website. He gave me his website, and his website is plusnothing.com. And on his website, he offers to send you a free book, as many as you want. And so I sent a message to Josh and told him I would like to have some of those books that he has, maybe a case. And he sent me an email and asked me a couple questions and I shared my testimony with him, and he sent me a whole case of books. And just a few days, they arrived at my door. I opened one of these books, and I read the first page, and I was hooked. Man, I knew this guy was all about Jesus. Here's the first page. He says, friend, why is this book in your hand? Curiosity, a fluke, fate? I faced the same questions a few years back. Maybe your life is great, perhaps, you're worn out from the day-to-day -day struggles of life, or maybe you feel like I did, lost, broken, searching endlessly for peace. No matter your situation in life or how you feel, the contents in this little book will bring light and clarity on your journey. Now it's up to you. Read this book or don't. No matter your decision, the ripple effect will reach every aspect of your life for generations to come. Be sure to know this book is all about one of the most controversial and consequential figures of all time, Jesus of Nazareth. You, no doubt, have your own view of Jesus. I sure had my view of him that included years of assumptions, hearsay, and opinions. Frankly, though, I was too busy in my life and didn't have the time or desire to find out who he really was. Was he a prophet, a rebel, a liar, a miracle worker? Today, many people have reduced him to a curse word, a lucky charm to be dangled from a gold chain or a tattoo. In reading this book, I discovered the real Jesus for myself. In doing so, I unexpectedly stepped out of the darkest days of my journey and found exactly what I'd been searching for, peace and purpose. I want the same for you. Turn the page and find out why this book fell into your hands. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And he signs it, fellow traveler. Oh man, I love it. I love it. So I contacted Josh and asked him about doing an interview for our radio program and of course, I invited him here, but uh, he lives out in Fort Collins, Colorado. So we've done this interview over the phone. So here is Josh Richardson. Awesome. I love it. Well, first off, my name is Josh Richardson. I'm based in Colorado. And, um, you know, by trade, I'm an entrepreneur, right? So my family, for generations, we've had different businesses and companies, and we, we specialize in building premium products. For, um, for the consumer marketplace. And so um, that's a little background on kind of how I am. I have, you know, a beautiful wife that I do not deserve at all. I have two beautiful kids. One's two and a half and one's five months. So I'm in the trenches right now with, uh, with young kids, and it's just amazing. It's incredible. So um, that's just a little bit of color around who I am. And, um, you know, all of those um, I say truthfully that I don't deserve any of that. And when I go through 
um, you know, my testimony, you'll see why. You know, when I was a young kid, my parents are believers. They, they love Jesus, and they raised me up in a Christian household. My dad's dad is a pastor, and so uh, my dad is a preacher's kid. And, um, you know, just being raised in a Christian home, you know, I really did come to know Jesus. And my parents saved all this money. And at the time, my, my family was really struggling to make ends meet. And the church had brought us groceries and diapers to, to just barely make it by. And, um, you know, what's interesting is, like, I just found the Lord in that time. And when I was in young and junior high, I had an experience and an encounter with the Lord at Promise Keepers. And I went down, I remember answering the call, and I went down, I felt the Holy Spirit move, and I was like, oh, Lord, I accept you in my heart. I had just this amazing moment. If you fast forward a little bit, I had, my parents had saved up all these pennies to get me into a Christian school. And what was interesting is the Christian school wasn't really vetted. My parents didn't have the resources to vet it. And to be totally transparent, I was really wounded by the people at the church. Um, I'm not going to go into details, but it was really bad. Um, at the school and the church, it was, it was a really bad situation. And so when finally the Lord brought me out of that situation, I just said, you know, I'm going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm done with all of this religious stuff, and um, I'm done with God. I'm done with all of it. And so I went on a complete tear starting in junior high all the way through high school and then into my professional years. Um, I really got struggled deeply with drinking and partying, um, drugs and women. Um, I mean, to say that I was living a life of sin was a gross understatement. Um, it was completely unfruitful, and I was just... I was just chasing all these things, materialism and, and um, you know, while just living a horrible, horrible life. I was a horrible person. And I remember in high school, what was interesting is I had a gentleman invite me to the National Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C. And it was really odd to me because, you know, I'm living this crazy life of sin, drugs and drinking and partying and women and just you know, living that lifestyle. And when he invited me to the National Prayer Breakfast, you know, something kind of sparked in my heart and told me that I should go. So I went, and while I was at in Washington, D.C., somebody actually handed me a little black booklet that said The Life of Jesus. And I had known all the time, I had had that feeling in my heart of the Holy Spirit that, you know, I was being pursued by the Holy Spirit, but truthfully, I was really turning, which I'm ashamed to even say now, I was really turning from the Holy Spirit, ignoring those promptings, ignoring what my gut was telling me was wrong. You know, and I knew deep down inside that what I was doing was wrong. I really did know that, and I just kind of turned that voice off time and time again. When I was given this book in Washington, D.C. at the prayer breakfast, I just put it in my back pocket. And I knew that one day I would probably need it as kind of like my, quote, first aid kit, right? Shortly after that, I had the opportunity to move. On my 26th birthday, I moved to Hong Kong to start our family business over in Asia. I moved over to Asia, and um, I was very, very successful uh, from a material perspective. I started doing great in business. I started opening up new countries. And the, I was kind of running from my problems here in the United States, if you will. And what was, what was interesting is it just compounded my desire and my drive for drugs and drinking and women and, and partying and materialism. It just went, it just snowballed out of control. And Throughout that time in Asia, I was there for about three and a half years. Throughout that time in Asia, I, I, I remembered when I moved to Asia to take that little black book, the Life of Jesus book with me. And what it was was a gospel harmony. It was just a Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John combined and rearranged and put in a chronological order. So it really focused on Jesus and who Jesus in Nazareth was. And I would get prompted in my heart. You know, I'd be 
have a crazy night with all these drugs and drinking and women, and then I would the next morning I'd feel this guilt, and I would just know that it was not fruitful in my life, and that I was like in this hamster wheel of just unfruitfulness. And I would feel in my heart, hey, just read a page, read one page of that book. And so the Holy Spirit was like prompting me to just read a page, read a paragraph, read two pages, right? And so throughout my time, even through me living this crazy life of sin, that continued to happen. Long story short, I end up finding out that my life is in jeopardy. And I have to flee Asia for my life. I land back in Los Angeles, and it really hit me. It's like I've been successful in business. I've been living this, you know, by the world standard, an amazing life with drinking and drugs and women and everything that you could think of. And where did it get me? Almost killed. And now I have nothing. And so I really fell on my knees and I said, Jesus, if you're real, I need you to show up in my life. And I, I turn to you and I ask for forgiveness for all the crap that I've been doing. And it and my life and my heart began to change. Now, it took time for me spending time reading my Life of Jesus book, learning how to read the Bible. It took time for me to really gain knowledge of Jesus and really become really get into a deep relationship with him. But as I, as I really worked through that, I desired Jesus more and more and more. And not religion and not rules, but the man of Jesus in Nazareth. And that was what just captured me. He captured me. Like, who really was he? And who really is he today? And that was the piece that was really lost in my childhood when I was hurt by the church, right? The church is made up of imperfect people. And sometimes, just like, you know, in in the doctor profession or the teacher profession or, you know, the lawyers, like, there's always bad eggs. And all of these professions are made up of imperfect people. So, um, and same goes with the church, right? So, I really learned that it's not about it's not about the religion. It's not about that. It's about knowing and having a deep personal relationship with Jesus and walking with him. If you fast forward again, I really wanted to clean up my life. So I committed a handful of years of celibacy, you know, no drinking, no drugs, and really cleaning up my life really committing it, repairing relationships with my family, my friends, and people around me because I caused a lot of damage. And so that was a process working through that. I learned a lot through that process while getting to know who Jesus was even more and more through that process. And one day I was sitting with the original gentleman. Um, This is actually in 2019. I was sitting with the original gentleman who took me to the National Prayer Breakfast. And I'll never forget, he said, Josh, I didn't take you to the National Prayer Breakfast because of the person you were. It's because of the person you will be. And I'll never forget that moment when somebody saw in me the potential, right? And he knew that when I was walking with Jesus, the potential and the impact that I could make. And that goes with every single one of us. Every single person who's listening to right now, and it's a powerful message that you got to hold on tight to, and it's truth. And, and so another gentleman who was sitting there with us said, hey, you know those little Life of Jesus books that um, were handed out at the National Prayer Breakfast, are those available? Because it's an amazing witnessing tool. It's an amazing tool for somebody to really get to know who Jesus is. And the gentleman said, I'm sorry, but the the man who is printing them is now home with Jesus and nobody's printing them anymore. And I had never in my life had like a calling or, you know, something laid upon my heart. And it was at that moment that I believe the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. This is what you will do. You'll print these books and you'll distribute them. And I just know the impact that this gospel harmony had on my life. You know, many times, um, somebody who's living a life of sin like, like I was, 
who's deep in the trenches of living this worldly life, sometimes a 3,500-page Bible can be very overwhelming and can be very cumbersome and almost scary. And some people who've been hurt by religion or the church or people who claim to be believers or whatever that may be, they have walls up that are built um, around kind of shielding around these things. And so with my background of building premium products, I really had been praying to the Lord and I felt like we needed to create a product, if you will, that circumvents the walls of people who really is our target market. Our target market is people like me. You know, I had so many people, countless people look at me and go, he is beyond rescue. Josh is beyond rescue. He will never be saved. He has thrown it all away. But yet the Lord Jesus saved me, and he brought me out of that. And I, I don't deserve anything that I have, and it's all by the grace of God. He saved me and brought me out of it. And so that's our target market, people who are non-believers, people who are critical of Jesus and the faith, people who are new believers, people who um, – even what we're seeing is people who've been believers the last 30 years of their life or 50 years of their life, they're really enjoying the format of this book. And what this book is, it's called The Life and Teachings of Jesus. It's in a premium cover. It looks like a high-end moleskin, right? So it's not, um, you know, it fits in your pocket and it doesn't look like a, quote, Bible or a religious book. So it really circumvents the walls of, of people who may have guards up around those things. And what it is, is it's a, a compilation, a gospel harmony of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So all the stories of Jesus's life rearranged and put into chronological order. It's a really powerful tool. It is not the Bible. It is scripture, right? Scripture rearranged. But it is not the Bible and is not a replacement for the Bible. But I believe in my testimony and why the Holy Spirit asked me to do this is I believe that many of us on our walks of life need a bridge, right? A bridge from living this life of sin or not fully understanding who Jesus and Nazareth was and is today. We need a bridge to really get to know him and really get to have an experience with him. And then we're motivated and excited and looking for a person or persons to, to teach us how to strategically study the Bible. Because the Bible, you know, if you hand it to a non-believer, you know, it's like, okay, you hand them a 3,500-page book, and you say, well, kind of start towards the end. There's four books that are kind of similar, and, you know, it's, it's not very, it's not straightforward, right? And so this book is just a wonderful outreach tool, evangelism tool, and a tool for um, many of you who are listening who um, are just curious, like who really was this guy, Jesus? Who really was he? And who is he today? I really need to understand that. And so um, we believe that by distributing these books, 150% free of charge, no strings attached, no shipping costs, no nothing. We believe that this is a powerful tool for people to learn who Jesus is. And so um, we've been printed 2.5 million books. They're, you know, going like crazy. We're, our phrase, phase one is going to be printing 10 million books. And then after that, we're going to be printing 50 million books. And recently, I just ordered another 1.5 million books. We're shipping them all over the country, everywhere from um, – you know, the, the ranks of the White House to all the way down to street preachers and homeless, boot, uh, homeless outreach, prison ministries, uh, police and firefighter um, chaplains, all throughout the military ranks. I mean, nursing homes. And I mean, you wouldn't believe how God is using this book and all the glory to him and has absolutely nothing to do with me. It's just so exciting to see how he's using this book. And so, uh, you know, with with how things have happened with the pandemic and how our world has really changed these last two years, it's interesting to see that people's foundations have been shook, right? We're, what they What they know to have been true and what they had really staked what they were confident on has been shaken.
And so it's a really great opportunity for those of you who are curious about this to get this book and read it. To, to his scripture does not return without void. And I promise you while reading this book and reading scripture, it'll change your life because it changed mine. And for those of you who are believers and who are excited about this amazing ministry, um, let's, let's, you know, this partnership is going to bear a lot of fruit for the kingdom. I just encourage you, let's get some of these books. They're an amazing tool. And it's a really approachable tool that you can use in outreach, you know, and just handing somebody a book and saying, this book changed my life. What's in this book changed my life, right? It really makes evangelism and outreach and telling people about Jesus super easy, super approachable. And um, we want to spread the seed of the good news of the gospel of Jesus far and wide. So we're not only shipping these all throughout the United States, North America, Central America, South America, all throughout the Middle East, all throughout Africa and Europe, um, and God's really having favor on it. So, yeah, so that's a bit about the Life and Teachings of Jesus book, a little bit about my testimony. And again, I go back to, you know, many of us have lived hard lives, and I'm one of them. I'm probably one of the worst offenders. And the testimony picture that I gave you was a G-rated version, <laughs> if you will, of, of how in-depth my sin was. And nobody is beyond rescue. It does not matter where you have been or what you have done, because I've been to the very bottom of the barrel, the very bottom of the pit, and he pulled me out and rescued me. And so I just want to encourage each one of you to... Ask Jesus, are you real? What can you do for me? And you need to make the effort to explore that. Just like any relationship, make the effort to see what he's about, to meet him, and I can promise you that he will show up. Wow, that's that's so awesome, Josh. That is so awesome. And this book is an awesome book. So what you need to do right now is tell our listeners how they can get a copy of this book or get more than one copy to share with uh, their family, their friends, and their neighbors. So share some information with them, Josh. You betcha. So you can go on to plusnothing.com. Plusnothing.com, you can go on there. You can click um, just order. You can order up to 1,200 books. You can order anywhere from three books to 1,200 books. We have both English and Spanish, and um, they'll get shipped directly to you wherever you put in your address. They'll get shipped there free of charge, and um, we're shipping them out in about a week. Wow, that's awesome. You have an amazing ministry, and we have an amazing God, and you send all these out free of charge. You pay the shipping, but I'll tell you, there's some people out there that want to help ministries like yours. So tell them how they can donate to your ministry. I'm, I'm sure you accept donations. So tell people how they can help in this powerful, powerful ministry. I, I appreciate you asking that. And that would be an answer to prayer, to my prayers and to my wife's prayers. Uh, who, If you do, if the Lord does lay that on your heart, um, we have an area on the website where you can pay it forward. And you can pay it forward there is no cost to running or all of the cost of operating plus nothing shipping all the books has been totally covered by by generous donors and what we need is donations for printing books so every single dollar that is donated goes to printing and gifting a book free of charge wow josh i'll tell you this is so powerful you got such a great witnessing tool for whosoever wants to share jesus with their family, friends, and their neighbors. I tell you, this is one of the most powerful tools I've seen out there, and I'm just thrilled to be part of it, and I know our listeners wanna find out more about how to, they can get these books and, and start looking at them and sharing them with uh, family, friends, and neighbors. When I first got saved, a preacher come and knocked on my door, and he read a gospel tract to me. I got saved, and got in his church, and every Sunday he preached about this man called Jesus, and he would ask the question, 
What are you going to do with this man called Jesus that's living in your heart? So, friends, that's the question we have for you. What are you going to do with this man called Jesus that's living in your heart or that's knocking on your door right now? It's important to note that, um, I'll speak for myself, but I'm just a normal nobody, right? I'm nobody special. I'm a nobody. And just a man who is living a horrible life of sin. And the Lord calls men and women like you and me who are normal guys to make an impact for his kingdom and make an eternal impact, right? Changing lives, changing the trajectory of people's families and generations by just telling them the truth, right? By, By exposing them to Jesus. And each one of us who are on this call and listening to this podcast, you have the opportunity to do that. And it's a magnificent, amazing opportunity that will not only change your lives, but countless lives to come. It's just, it's a huge honor to be part of his, his work. Amen. I'm really excited about working with uh, you, Josh, and your ministry. And you know, uh, when I first started a tape ministry, the one thing that I wanted to do was put a sinner's prayer on every CD tape program that I did. And we've tried to do that. And I've noticed, Josh, at the end you've added this page right here. It says, a message for you. Dear friends, while reading this book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus Captivated Me, I read page after page of Jesus meeting people in every imaginable situation and transforming their lives. I wanted to be one of those people. I needed to be one of those people. Countless people who have read this book have felt the same way, so much so that they want to make him central in their lives and follow him. If you desire the same, you can begin to follow Jesus by praying this simple prayer from your heart. You have added a sinner's prayer. So Josh, what I want you to do is lead our listeners right now in that sinner's prayer because there are people right now that are ready to give their heart to the Lord. There are people ready right now to follow Jesus in everything that he is calling them to do. So thank you, Josh, for this book, and thank you for leading our listeners right now in a sinner's prayer. Well, and I just I just tell you that, you know, when I had this opportunity, it's, it's, an, it's an opportunity that um, is very special, and you, it's, a, it's an amazing commitment, and you know, if you're listening right now, this deep feeling that you can't explain in your gut, you know it. And so I just ask that um, if you feel that, and if you're ready to say this prayer from your heart, that you do it from your heart and you do it genuinely to seek Jesus and that this is only the beginning of your journey. And so, um, yeah, if you feel that right now, let's just pray to Jesus and repeat after me, Father, we just come before you right now, Lord. Lord, I just ask um, that you would be with me, Lord, and that you would make yourself known, Lord Jesus, to me. Jesus, I ask that you would show up in my life. I give my heart to you, and I want to know you and walk with you and love you, Lord, and I pray for forgiveness for my sins. I turn from my sins, Lord. I'm tired of living the life that I'm living. And I just ask that you would capture my heart. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my life. Lord, I love you, and I just pray that you would just cover me in forgiveness and your mercy and grace. I pray this, Lord, in your name. Amen. Sometimes I feel like giving up. My back's against the wall And I've had enough 
sins try to pull me back to yesterday But I couldn't go back if I wanted to There's a cross standing in my way Running down that rugged tree And I think about the price That Jesus paid for me I find the strength to walk this straight And narrow one more day I couldn't go back if I there's a cross standing in my way When my hopes and dreams come crashing down And I search for the answers But they can't be found I just steal away and begin to pray. I tell old Satan, I can't go back. There's a cross standing in my way. Josh, it's been a great ride with our listeners out there, and we just love jumping up in the cab with them and riding along with them and bringing the church to them out on the road. And if there's anything that you would like to share with our listeners before we close today's program, we're going to give you a few minutes right now to share what's on your heart, Josh. Just talk to the listeners out there that are tuning in right now to this program. You bet. I mean, it's a huge honor to be able to to speak to you today and to share my testimony. And um, each one of us are so important, handmade and handcrafted by the Lord. Like you and your heart and your situation are known. And it is... Um, he cares deeply and loves deeply each one of us. And so I just ask that um, you think about that and ponder that. And seeking Jesus and giving your life to him is the greatest and best decision that I have ever made. And I can guarantee you that you will feel the same and say the same. So I just want to encourage, encourage all of you and whatever you're going through right now, you know, give it to the Lord because he will, he will be with you and give you strength and wisdom. All right. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you so much. And we're going to have another song by our good friend and partner, James Payne. He's a big part of Lonesome Road Ministry. Here's James Payne.
book of John chapter 14 Jesus said that he would go and build a place for you and me a mansion on a golden street down by a crystal sea then he said now I must go away but I'll leave It's hanging on a nail On an old rugged tree Just outside Jerusalem At a place called Calvary And that key can open heaven's door And lock the gates of hell You'll find that key on that old tree Hanging on a nail Now you don't need no money by that heavenly home The price was paid in full Two thousand years ago The title deed was signed in blood And there's a guarantee That all who come to that old cross Will find a bloodstained key It's hanging on a nail On an old rugged tree Just outside Jerusalem At a place called Calvary And that key can open heaven's door And lock the gates of hell You'll find that key on that old tree Hanging on a nail That key can open heaven's door And lock the gates of hell You'll find that key on that old tree I mean, it really is something special, and um, you know, I just want to encourage you and, and honor you for all that you're doing for the kingdom. I mean, it's a it's a really important ministry, and I'm I'm honored to partner with you, and I'm honored to be on this podcast. And it's cool to see what the Lord's doing. He's really moving right now in hearts and in our world. So it's a neat time to be alive. It's a special and exciting time to be on his side and doing good. So thank you so much. And if I can ship you um, any amount of English books or Spanish books or you or anybody on your team or any of your listeners, I mean, you just send me an email or go on the website or whatever's easiest and we'll, uh, we'll ship them out to you right away. And any amount. So you just, you say the word brother, send me an email and say, Hey, I need, you know, 3000 English, 2000 Spanish, sent to this address, and then I need an uh-huh. uh, address, the delivery contact name, which I assume would be you, and then your phone number, because that um, FedEx requires a phone number for the delivery recipient. So if you could always include mm-hmm. a phone number, then we're set to go, and we'll get those shipments out right away. Well, all right. Well, God bless you, Josh Richardson. Plusnothing.com is his website. You can contact him and order some of these great books that he has. And if you prayed that prayer with Josh, then we want to hear from you. Give us a call here at Lonesome Road Ministry at 
383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org or lonesomeroadradio.com. And we're going to close today's program with my testimony in song. And this is Dennis McKay to sing it for you at the foot of the tree. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those eighteen wheels are rolling that old lonesome road And I shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past but I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus Foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Drivers, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road Radio, and we want to hear from you. Give us a shout. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by. <laughs>
Oh 